This is Kiara, and you are checking out the Three Count Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. You know, the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling. That's right. You could call me your sheriff, but like every good shepherd, you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. But Today's kind of a unique situation because you see this man right next to me. He comes to us from Outbreak. He comes to us from 1CW. He comes to us from Outbreak Wrestling. He is the shooter himself, Noah Idol. Thank you for having me. That was an illustrious entrance. Like, thank you so much. (laughs) That was amazing. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thank you so much for having me. So it's funny because like our viewers who have been with us for a long time will remember Noah was actually with us on the very first episode of the debate show. That is factual. I was. (laughs) (laughs) Come a long way. Yeah, that's all I was thinking. I was like, it's been almost two years now that crazy enough. It's been a while, man. And then to think like this show alone, right? So I think you are episode 190. I think 190. I like that number. That's a solid number. (laughs) 190 but it's been a trend. so you really started breaking back through into the pro scene um and one thing about you is that you are the third member currently of pure ignorance yes you know, so yes i am jazz the dawn prince machiavelli the shooter noah idol himself so i'm just yes. curious who is noah idol hmm. all righty very good question <laughs> again um Noah Idol the shooter is, of pure ignorance is he's the youngster you know what I mean he's the uh youngest of pure ignorance but at the same side at the same time he knows the streets he knows where he's from which is Baltimore Maryland growing up in Baltimore is very tough um that alone has its like you know I guess pros and cons but it it grows you it grows you as a person so Again, no, I don't know the streets. He knows where he's from and he's just out to represent. And he feels as though riding with the Don, Chaz Evans and Prince Machiavelli, his boys who are also from the same region. He feels as though we got something. We're working with something. All three of us, we can we can definitely make some magic. So um, definitely uh, learning through them as well uh, as my journey has been such like a big like blessing um learning so much taking in so much and just trying to use it and roll with it but um definitely a journey definitely a journey grateful for it (laughs) yeah it's funny because like it's not very often that I know someone's journey from the start (laughs) right and you in particular I happen to know because like you know we've worked the forbidden lands and we've actually worked each other in the forbidden lands and then from there like I remember like going pro and I remember like talking about you the whole time. I was like, dude, yeah, there's this kid. Don't worry. He's going to be coming up. And we actually went to the ACW show in February where mm-hmm. fun fact, we actually met Will all day. Who's been on the show. Wow. Okay. And, uh, uh, yeah. Well, actually you remember Will. Will was the one that yeah. was, you had to do a backflip. Off the yeah. Top rope. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So uh 
anyway, so we had him there, right? We we met there and we had you had you there. And then like you were gone for a while when I talk yeah. about that side of things, what happened, but you know, we right. found out you were training in Orlando and yes. then like you got trained and then you popped back up into Maryland. <laughs> and yo, and I was like, I'm so hyped that this man is finally in this world. <laughs> yeah. Finally entering. Definitely, yeah, finally entering. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what I was thinking, man. I was like, you know, I could ask, man, but I'm just curious, like, how did you get into wrestling, period, though? Um, another great question. <laughs> when I was little, um, wrestling was always, like, a huge thing for me because, I guess, in growing up, you know, you're still trying to, like, find yourself, like, find who you are. And um, I didn't really have anything, like, super, like, like I wasn't, I, I just, I was just finding myself and I just realized like I tried certain things, they wouldn't work and I just be like, okay. But um, one thing that always stuck was wrestling and with wrestling, it definitely became like an outlet and it became therapeutic to me because I would use wrestling, you know, when I'm like angry or when I'm sad or when I'm in my head and with wrestling and kind of just, it took me away from like that and brung me straight to like okay wrestling world and shaping Noah Idol so I guess I was kind of like finding myself and then finding Noah at the same time so it was it was a nice little journey that's awesome though man and it's it's funny like how like different paths always bring you somewhere and it, yeah, for like me definitely. especially right like my whole life like wrestling has been around right since like 91 mm-hmm. and uh to see like in every aspect of like my life, like wrestling has been somewhere, right? Whether I was in amateur wrestling, or I was in college or in the military or even, you know, getting out and just finding my way around. And then like this, the journey inside of wrestling is even crazier too, because you'll find yourself like, you're like, well, I'm trying to work on this character, but it's not really connecting with me. So I know it's not connecting with anybody out there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I got to change things up. And you're like always trying to evolve that thing to make yourself better right completely it's tough though man like this very tough (laughs) very very tough I feel as though uh uh just just getting in like connection or getting in sync with that character alone takes time like analyzing knowing what the character is who they are what are their motives um that it, it it takes time. It's it's definitely a process, but you'll appreciate the process once you get it down pat. And once your character is like solid, then after that you just work. You just work, man. <laughs> like definitely. Yep. And and you're right. Like it's something like I'm still like on that journey of like trying to figure out like who the red dog is and like definitely. what makes him so unique versus like other people who are like who are like, well, I'm I like to talk shit. I'm like, well, I like to talk shit too. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. So I guess it's like a, I guess it's like a never ending journey, kind of always evolving your character because you always want to be like that best. So I definitely, I get it. Mm. So I'm curious, man. And you, you've been in like, you know, three different promotions now, <laughs> just like what's been the worst bump you've taken so far. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Hmm. I believe the worst bump I've taken so far would have to come from fight. Um, <laughs> I was in a match with Grimm 
And uh, first off, amazing worker, super, super cool, very, very uh, informative and definitely like a, a leader. Um, but he had me up on his shoulders in a fireman's carry. And um, he just, yeah, before he even brung me down, he just tells me, tuck your chin. And I immediately, <laughs> I immediately just put, put my chin down. I didn't ask no questions. I did exactly what he said. And um, I, I took my chin down and all I know is I felt my entire body go up. And then as soon as like three seconds passed, my body came down, I took the bump and my whole body kind of just like rattled. Like <laughs> I kind of felt like, <gasps> okay, it's over, breathe. <laughs> like, it was definitely <laughs> like, a, okay, we're good. But still very fun match. Very, very like definitely a learning experience coming from somebody like Grimm as well so grateful for it yeah he's actually so we've actually had him on the show too and he's been like one of those dudes that just like drops like a ton of knowledge on you and then like you have to go back and listen to it like two or three times to really like understand like hey man like here's like you're not just getting like a nugget of truth you're getting like the whole block yeah 110 110 <laughs> 110 and it's you're trying to dissect everything because it's like man like there's just so much that you're trying to unpack and like you know simple things that he's like talking about because like there's there's meaning in everything and then like he was telling like we sit on the side and we'll talk about my matches and stuff like that and we'll watch him back and he he's just so like on point with like everything because he's like hey man like at this moment you should have done this and this and this instead mm -hmm. of doing it this and that and, that, and see that's the thing like that feedback I feel as though that feedback and that knowledge I feel as though some people I don't know I feel like some people kind of like take it and kind of be like uh whatever but coming from somebody like him like you take it run with it yeah because see he's not going to steer you wrong he's never going to tell you anything like he wouldn't do or you know something safe like he completely so like information like that I always try to like just take it run with it and just keep it just from like anybody since I'm like so still fairly new within the industry like just keeping that information from anybody and just run with it like yeah there's no doubt about it man that uh like everything like that you learn like in this mm -hmm. industry like you get to pick and choose like who you want to talk to because some people like may tell you some stuff and then you don't really vibe with like what they're trying to tell you they might tell you like in the wrong direction but then right. like there's other guys too that you'll you'll get something and it's just like you just you just cling on to it so tight like I have mm -hmm. a notebook like I'm legit writing in my notebook like all the time like of people who have something to talk about or mm -hmm. something to add or something to say about something and then even people that I usually like I'm not vibing with but they might say something that I may want to think about later like I write it mm -hmm. down and then I sit back and I'll be like is that something I can utilize and sometimes it is sometimes it isn't but right. regardless, man, like I'm always trying to listen to people like all the time because like everybody, everybody wants to be an expert, but not everybody is an expert. You feel me? Right. No, I get you completely. So I'm curious, man, because like you've been working for a short while. <laughs> would you say Grim is probably the person who hit you, hit you the hardest? Yes. <laughs> but I took it out of love like <laughs> definitely um he's definitely the person that uh um so, okay so I feel as though whenever you're in a match with somebody who's like you know has a little bit more experience from you while in the ring with that person it's not just the match but you're learning like 
you're you're picking up and you're listening to them and you're seeing why they're doing certain things the way they do it and it makes sense and it's like it's definitely just like a learning experience so when i was in the ring with grim definitely a learning experience like just the way he worked and the way he like talked to me it's it, it was all love so when he hit me like that i understood it and it made sense and he he talked to me about it and that information i just it is still clinging to me now because you can't just, I just can't forget about information like that. So especially like, you know, the information he gave me after like my first real like pro match. So <laughs> yeah, like that, that was the one, that was the first one. So it's, it's funny too, because like, you'll see the guys who like work snug and then you'll see the guys mm-hmm. who like work stiff. And then you remember yeah. those guys who work stiff and you're just like, I can't wait to get another crack at you. <laughs> right. Like, okay. <laughs> I know what is, I know what's going on this time. So we got it. <laughs> you like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, oh, yeah. I remember last time. I remember last time. Like, exactly. I was seeing, you okay. hit me once. I was seeing white. Now I'm going to hit you back. And I promise right. you, your eyes are going to go close. <laughs> and we're going to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, man. So, you know, we've been traveling around and stuff like that. So I'm curious, man. Like, what's been your post match snack? Post-match snack. Hmm. That's a, that's a really good one. Um, okay. So my post-match snack, everybody's probably going to laugh at me, <laughs> but usually what I'll get, it's either a, like, Arizona tea or, like, uh, either Arizona tea or water. If I already have water, then I'll just stick with the water. But um, sweet tarts. <laughs> they're, like, uh, it's these little, like, they're, like, little hockey pucks and they're they're huge giant sweet tarts and they taste so good like I'm just such a fanatic for sweet tarts and I just love them so every time after a match I'll get one of them and I'm good to go man like after that I'm just like relaxing my body like just kicking and there's no there's no there's no judgment here okay (laughs) I run around with a bag of gummy bears like I hear you I don't know it's just that little that that like jolt of sugar it does something right it definitely does it definitely got me too because <laughs> yeah bro I, I can't do it like I was like I remember like well we were at like one CW and we were getting ready for the rumble and I was like you know what I'm just gonna grab a couple of these really quick I promise mm. I'm gonna feel good and like as I'm chewing them I'm like yep it's already working I was like, getting in the zone yeah, <laughs> exactly like- it's it's the jolt of sugar like it's just I don't know, especially like even before a match. If I have some before a match, I'll like take one or two, get myself together, and it just it gets me ready. Like it gets me hyped, and I need that that energy going inside the match. So it works out. It works out, man. It really does. I'm always like excited whenever like like I get to like pop a couple because like whenever um like we were at SCWA and it was like Chaz Prince and myself, like mm-hmm. I was like. I remember just like throwing back like six gummy bears before my match, oh, man. waiting, and mm-hmm. I was just like I was so nervous, and I kept chewing, and everybody was just like, "Relax, dude, it's gonna be fine." I'm like, "No, no, <laughs> just taking that out of the gummy bears." Right. Okay. It's just like, yeah, I'm good, guys. I'm good. Hey, man, whatever works. You got it through is. it though. You definitely got through it, and I'm pretty sure you did your thing. Right. Yeah, and actually, that's a, a lot of things were born from my match at SCWA mm-hmm. with that um all right man so so far man I'm very curious to know because like we said you know you're still relatively young in this mm-hmm. what's been like one of the hardest lessons you've had to learn so far 
The hardest lesson I've had to learn. It, okay, well, speaking from Jace, um, Jace tries to be a really good person, and he's he's you know, I try to be a good person, a decent person, and but within the ring, I'm Noah. You gotta flip the switch, and with me, I feel as though the biggest lesson I need to like learn or like instill into myself is that this is wrestling. You're gonna take some hits. You're gonna take some bumps. You're gonna give some hits. You're gonna give some bumps. It's it's a match, but at the end of the day, it's all, all love. Like if you can't really hit your best friend and you guys be okay at the end of the day, is that really your best friend? If that if that makes sense. So that's something that I'm still I'm I'm still working on because when I hit, I need to, you know, yeah. knock their jaw loose. We're in a wrestling match. We are in a wrestling match. So I feel oh. as though that's definitely something I need to push up a little and you know i'm a little guy i'm a smaller guy so i gotta give it to him you know like oh it's something it's something Chaz and i talk about all the time whenever if you ever see us like in working right and you see Chaz just slap me like Mm -hmm. that's usually because he's trying to tell me like it's time to turn the intensity up and Mm -hmm. like and then at that point like i get smacked the face i'm just like all right this is going down and oh wow <laughs> and, it, and that's it, exactly and it's funny because i know that he used to do that to uh to chris all mm. the time right and then like that's and then chris told me that while we're at we we're at a we we're at a grocery store one day and we were talking and he told me that he's like yeah that's how Chaz does that so the first time i'm in a ring i get smashed in the face i'm like Oh no no no! You're not getting away with it. <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And then I remember, like, he smacked me one time, and I just threw him in a buckle, and I didn't even, I didn't even hesitate. I would, I didn't even say nothing. Just came down. Spatow, good brother. Oh, right off the chest. with the big chop. Okay. And all you hear was, ah, oh, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, no, no, no. That's you wanted so this. I'm just here to deliver, man. Yeah, right. You asked for this. At this point, you asked for this, and it's all love. We, you know, love. we, we always, always, it, it does not go without having at least one match where we're both working each other. Like, he'll either stiff me one or I will. And, mm. like, it happens all the time. Every single time that we're in a match, like, one of us gets cocked. And we just, mm-hmm. like, what the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> But you're right. Like, what's up? Like, it's just it happens. Yeah, you're right. If you can't punch your friends hard, who can you hit? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Just gotta take it and keep moving. Exactly. You can talk about it afterwards. Like during the match, don't apologize. Talk about exactly. I got punched. We're in a we're in a we're doing a 360 drill one time, right? And it was with Mm -hmm. was another person. And no, I'm sorry. We were working a practice match for Mm -hmm. another person, and I'll talk about that after. Um, but yeah so we're working this practice match and you know these these are the instructions that are given to me okay mm-hmm. hey man so what's gonna happen is i'm gonna pop you one and i'm gonna pop i'm gonna actually i'm gonna hit you right you're gonna go back come back i hit you with a forearm you gonna fall back and rub you come back and then um we'll go from there right i was like all right bet so we're in them we're in the match we're working right and we're working the heat and mm-hmm. spots coming up right and like i come i like lean on the ropes I start to pull mm-hmm. myself off, right, to, like, take a step. Mm-hmm. Boom, get blasted right in the jaw. Ooh. 
And my, all of a sudden it was just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? I was like, I'm fine. Just hit me. And then the forearm comes in, right? And then I move to the next buckle. And the first thing I say is, I see dots. And the person <laughs> goes, person goes, do you really? I was like, no, shut up and hit me. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, man. That's how you know the work work. <laughs> Literally. Man. But I was like, I was like, it's fine. Just keep going. He's like, okay, we'll keep going. I'm just like, yeah. I'm exactly. Like, like at that point, that's definitely something I had to learn too, because at that time you can't, can't apologize mid-match. You're in a match. So you, mm-hmm. you just have to do it. Keep moving. See him in the back. Hey, man, I'm sorry about that. And, and then that's when you talk about it. Yeah. Like, Definitely. And then just look for the receipt. Like it'll come later on in the match or oh, definitely. if it doesn't, it will be in the next match. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, Chaz waited. Oh, yeah. Chaz one time waited two months to deliver <laughs> a receipt to me. Like it came, but he did. He waited a long hey, time. And he Some then he popped me. Them. I remember he popped me and he was just like, there's your receipt. I was like, fair point. <laughs> respect. <Yeah. laughs> it's all out of love though. That's respect. That's respect. It is. So I'm curious, man, what kind of advice would you want to give to people who want to get into the sport? Oh, man. Um, if I could give anybody some advice that wants to get into wrestling, the best advice I could probably give is, number one, don't kill yourself. It takes time. It definitely takes time. Um, learn the fundamentals. The fundamentals are your ground base learn the fundamentals, memorize the fundamentals, make them your bread and butter, like, and then begin to build that, like, foundation. Um, As far as, like, character and learning what you want to be, how you want to sound, things like that, I feel as though, again, that comes with, like, time and, like, really digging deep into that character and, like, researching and finding things and, like, what relates to the character. Um, but yeah, man, definitely uh, best advice, fundamentals. Stick to the fundamentals, learn the fundamentals, and you'll grow from there. You can only go up from there. So definitely. There you go. And so <laughs> our next question for you, man, is going to be one I've been asking a lot and just want to see where you're going to come in. All right, let's go. One let's go. do and one don't of the locker room. One do and one don't of the locker room. One do of the locker room. Whenever you enter the locker room, whenever the first time you enter the locker room, whoever you see inside the locker room, make sure you shake their hand and you say, hello, my name is such and such. Nice to meet you. And you make yourself known. And just, it allows everybody to know who you are. And that allows them to kind of, you know, address the elephant in the room. Like, okay, I'm not sure who this is. And it, it, it allows you to network. Right. So go into the locker room, shake everybody's hand, introduce yourself, always be respectful and um, network, learn people, have conversations. Um, one big don't of the locker room. Hmm. I haven't had any don'ts of the locker room, but uh, um, one don't I'm going to say of the locker room is uh, if you let somebody borrow your wrist tape, make sure you get it back. No, it's never happening. You know what you should, you know what's a don't, don't ask for a bag. Just get more. (laughs) Oh man. Oh man. Well, it's a don't keep your wrist tape. There you go. (laughs) 
Don't give out your wrist tape. Be selfish. <laughs> I, you know what's so funny, man, is I don't, I, I don't have, I don't use wrist tape, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you know how many rolls of wrist tape I have in my bag? Not because I've borrowed it from everybody else, because I just know someone around is going to be like, hey, man, you got wrist tape? I'm like, yeah, here. Oh, yeah, always. There's always that person and i'm not gonna lie i was definitely that person at a time like i was definitely that person that was just like hey you guys some mistake and it, it was always that dope somebody in the locker room just like here you go but i was a gentleman and i returned the wrist tape i definitely made sure i returned the wrist tape so there's pros and cons, <laughs> cons. bad all right man well those are like all the heavy hitting questions i have but we do have to get into the second best segment of the three count podcast and people ask me what's the first i tell them all the time it's the red dogs power rankings that you can find every sunday on our debate show so this is the three count podcast 10 count questions and mr noah idol this is how it works i'm gonna fire off 10 questions at you rapid fast whatever's your answer that's your answer okay (laughs) all right so we're gonna put on the imaginary timer for ad pressure (laughs) and here we Go. Smackdown or Raw? Smackdown. Favorite movie? Uh, <laughs> um, favorite movie has to be Step Up 3. Okay. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Favorite color? Turquoise. Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart? Oh. <laughs> Shawn Michaels. <laughs> favorite Disney cartoon? um peter pan superman or batman oh Oh, man (laughs) uh i'm gonna go with batman favorite podcast the three count podcast (laughs) (laughs) nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast let's see all right Hmm. Oh, that's a good one. I nominate. And I can throw out anybody. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to throw out some rivals of ours. They don't know that are we're, we're going to see them soon. We're going to see them soon. Just let this know. That's a little shots fired. I call out black magic. Yeah, actually, you know, what's funny. We've had Mason Walls on, but don't worry. Okay. <laughs> so you coming too? We we've already had this conversation, Mako. We 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 gonna get you on as well. <laughs> solid, solid. But yeah, I'm uh, let it be known, Black Magic. I'm calling them. Out. I would love to see them on the podcast and love to see what they have to say. So let it be known. <laughs> but and last but not least, my favorite question asked every single person who comes on this podcast: favorite curse word. shit <laughs> straight up that's like my go-to for everything like if i drop something shit forget something shit. it's just a quick go-to, it's the quick it go-to. <laughs> straight up man bet man well there you have it that's all the questions that we have and you know what that means all i need from you noah is to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you guys you can find me on Instagram at dear.jace. You can find me on Facebook as Jason Grion. You can also follow me on Twitter at mystic underscore jace. I would be loving to hear from you guys and love to hear your feedback. And again, thank you so much for having me. It was a blast and I'm so appreciative. <laughs>
Yeah. So, you know, that means we got to take it home, which means one thing. This is the Three Count Podcast presents okay. Now Entering. And like I said, I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling. And like every good Sherpa, which I like to think I am, you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and done it better than you have, which is why it's never about me. It's always about who's entering. And you see him here today, the shooter of pure ignorance, the man, the myth, the mystical legend himself, Noah Idol. And you guys know what to do. Tune into the next episode and be there. Or you just wait for this episode to end. (laughs) You just wait for that outro. And then you choose another episode. Peace. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the Three Count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod, give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to YouTube.com, give subscribe, turn the bell on, turn on notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast and in there you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. Oh, at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us some support, please.